Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car. How you doing? So it is uh, about 6.45 in the evening and uh, tried to go to the shooting range today, but if you can hear, the uh, it's raining cats and dogs right now. <clears throat> it's an outdoor shooting range. I was going there with some friends and uh, some of our boys, some of our kids, and because of the, it wasn't that it was raining that we couldn't do it, but there was lightning. So. We were kind of bummed. The boys have some new uh, 22 rifles and we were helping them, wanting to help them get them sighted in. Deer season is coming up. And I don't know, can you kill a deer with a 22 rifle? <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. But um, anyway, I was going to tell you uh, something that I've been thinking about lately. And I learned this from one of my friends and mentors, Claude Diamond. And I wanted to share this with you because I've been thinking about it and I actually had a lesson in point today. The point is this, you're in business to make money today. When? Today. Are you in business to make money tomorrow? No. Next week? No. But Joe, you always say that, you know, we should follow up and the money's in the follow-up. Yes. But you're in business to make money today. So what does that mean in practical terms? Well, it means... What are you doing today? And are what is what you're doing today making you money today? You're in business to make money today. You're not in business to build your website, to build up Podio or FreedomSoft, or to waste a bunch of time on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. You're not in business <clears throat> to learn, although that's important, right? Your primary thing, next to God and family, of course, is to make money. You're in business. Well, I guess I could say, yeah, the primary thing for your business is to make money today. <clears throat> think about that. In fact, I'm thinking about maybe, wow, this storm is crazy. There's like literally lightning all around me. It's insane. I'm almost to, uh, we're going to church tonight. It's Wednesday night Bible study. This is a really good book. You guys got to get this book. It's called the Blessed Life by Robert Morris, I believe. It's really, really good. The Blessed Life. And we're going through that at church. Um, so anyway, the you're in business to make money today. And that kind of having that perspective helps you prioritize and figure out what's important and what's not important, right? So is what you're doing right now, is it making you money? Is it for your business? What, what are you doing right now for your business? Is it making you money or is it not? And this also applies to, uh, boy, can you hear that rain? <laughs> this is insane. I'm pulling into the church, and there's no way I'm walking out in this. I got 10 minutes till it starts, so uh, we'll see if it lightens up a little bit. Now, um, let's say you're talking to a seller, okay? And the seller is like hem-hawing and... Yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm interested, I don't know, I don't got to sell right away. I'm not going to give my house away. Um, yeah, send me some information and I'll look it over. Send me an offer and I'll, I'll think about it. 
yeah, you know what? That's not, that's not how I play. Why? Because I'm in business to make money today. And if the seller doesn't want to do a deal today, that's fine. I'll move on, send them an offer, but I'm not going to waste any time with them, right? I'm going to move on and focus on the money-making today activities. Now, case in point, today I'm actually met with a seller. I don't do that very often. Um, a friend of mine is, uh, we're doing some new marketing for lease purchase deals. And we're doing a lot of uh, different types of direct mail right now, and I'm testing it. And we're sending them to different lists that I've not mailed to before. And so um, we're doing a lot of new marketing. And so he's getting the calls. And this was he. This is a guy who lives in Phoenix. And... Um, good friend of mine. Well, anyway, this one particular seller was really motivated, we think. I mean, he was talking to her back and forth for a little while. And he thought she was ready to go, wanted to get this done. <clears throat> and she was going on vacation for two weeks tomorrow or something like that, right? And uh, so he said, Joe, she just wants to meet with somebody and she'll sign the contract. So I thought, great. But at the back of my mind, I'm thinking, man, eh, maybe I should call her and talk to her. But I chose not to. And uh, took me about 30, 45 minutes to get to her house. And uh, started talking to her. And turns out, yeah, she's not in that much of a hurry. And she needs to review it. She needs to review everything with her husband. <clears throat> and she doesn't go actually on vacation for a few more days. So it's not my friend's fault, but I should have called the seller up and I should have asked her, listen, um, love to come see your house. I just want to make sure I'm not wasting anybody's time. I want to make sure I'm not wasting your time. And let me just ask you, you know, do you really understand what a lease purchase is? Because she, she owes too much. I know I can't buy her house with cash. Plus it's like a $380,000 house, which in St. Louis is really nice. And, um, it's a great lease purchase deal. So anyway, I asked her, I, I would have asked her, do you understand what a lease purchase is? Okay, great. Now listen, if I come to your house, look at the property, and I make you an offer, and you like the numbers, and if you like the terms, if they work for you, are you going to be ready to sign an agreement while I'm there? See what she says. If I would have asked her that, I would have found out, probably, that, oh no, my, I need to review it with my husband, because her husband wasn't there. <clears throat> so what, do I, what would I have done next? Well, I would have waited to go to the house until the husband was there. Now, we're still probably going to get a deal done. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the, the husband is, is obviously part of the major decision of this process of this. And uh, he I don't know if he has any idea what a lease option is or if he has any interest in that or not. He wants to sell it. She wants to keep it. Um, so, but anyway... You're in business to make money today, and it's okay to fire the sellers. If they want you to come to the house and look at it and make an offer and they're not answering your questions, they keep on bringing up objections, you know, it's okay to fire the seller. You're not in business to make friends today, right? You're in business to make money today. And if you, I think it was Truman, Harry, Harry Truman, president, said, if you want a friend, get a dog, <laughs> right? So, you know, we do have to build rapport with sellers. We don't want to be jerks and all that. We want to be nice to them. But you're not in business to make friends. You're in business to buy houses, make money. 
So when sellers are giving you a hard time on the phone or are not answering the questions, maybe they're bringing up too many objections, maybe they don't want to tell you what they owe in the house, they don't want to tell you what they want for it, they don't want to tell you what it's worth, what they owe, or anything like that, or why they're selling, <clears throat> you just pull back and say, listen, I understand you don't want to answer my questions, but maybe this just isn't a good time right now. Um, you know, when, when you're ready to answer my questions, uh, why don't you give me a call back and... Uh, or you know, maybe you could just instead ask, what, what, why, why can't you answer these questions? Like, uh, I, I want to buy your house. Do you want to sell it? Because if not, that's totally fine. But when you're talking about like a lease purchase or you're talking about a cash offer on the property, I, I give them permission to tell me no. In fact, I encourage them to say no. I don't want to waste my time talking to somebody who's not ready to sell their house today. Does that make sense? I hope that helps some of you guys. You've I'm thinking a lot of people out there are struggling with spending way too much time on the phone with sellers, spending way too much time uh, on wasted appointments with unmotivated sellers. I mean, if you've been in the business at all any time, you probably have made all these mistakes I'm talking about, right? And that's okay. You live and learn. But remember, you're in business to make money today. And when you have that kind of an attitude, I think it's going to help, help you a lot, be more efficient with your time. Um, so you can talk to more sellers. You shouldn't spend more than three to five minutes on the phone. You should know whether they're motivated within the first three to five minutes, right? You should know whether they're ready to really sell their house or not. And if they're not, that's fine. Follow up with them. Send them something in the mail. Follow up with them later. Um, that's it. Cool? Hope that helps. And, uh, you know, Claude Diamond is a guy who talks a lot about this stuff. And if you ever... Uh, he has some really, really good sales training. If you just go to ClaudeDiamond.com, ClaudeDiamond.com, you get some more information about his stuff. And he's got a lot of really good YouTube videos. If you talk to Claude, make sure you tell him that I sent you, and uh, he'll he'll give you a good deal. He'll take good care of you. All right, guys, I'm out of here. It's 10 minutes since I started this podcast, and the rain is not lightening up at all. The uh, meeting starts in five minutes. So I'm going to get off here and look at the radar. <laughs> I am, uh, I don't enjoy running in this kind of rain. Take care, guys. See ya.